All right, all right, all right. It's the Dead Stone Podcast with your host, Mr. Dead Man. And SK, Becky, uh, was sitting out tonight. She's working on the, the new easing, the July issue. So hopefully we get that taken care of. And our guest tonight. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. You said she's <laughs> working on an easing? Yeah. Because I got, she sent me pictures from the water park. Oh, shit. What? Are you kidding me? Uh, oh, was I not supposed to say that, Becky? Oh, 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 oh sorry. She's so sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, she better like that water park, huh? Because guess what? Bad news. Now you're fired, Becky. Terminated <laughs> on the spot. <laughs> well, you could just cut her pay. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'll do that. All right, pay her nothing. So how about pay her? Uh, what's what's worse than nothing? Oh, I could take money from her. Mm, there you go. That might be illegal. I don't know about that. Mm, I gotta I gotta talk to my attorney about that. Uh, they're already not answering my phone calls anymore after after it was ex- revealed to the world I'm running a midget brothel in the backyard. I mean, <laughs> oh, I know, I know, I know what you, how you could punish her. How you can make her bathe the midgets. Ooh, yes, yes, <laughs> a good idea. But she has to be gentle. Okay. Oh, that's a, that's asking a lot, I think. Yeah, I guess so, probably. And ladies and gentlemen, this show is brought to you live, deep in the heart of Meth, Meth County, Texas, okay, in the trailer park, streaming on my neighbor's Wi-Fi, because I like to steal, right? <laughs> right? Right. And right. an amazing announcement, okay? Amazing announcement. Well, 4th of July, we have this insane 1776 cell, okay? Dead Man's Tome is celebrating the 4th of July by doing something insane, you can get four. How insane am- is it? Oh, it's so insane. <laughs> We're talking about four amazing titles. We're talking about Real American Horror, Real American Horror Texas, The Conspiracy Issue, Bikers vs. The Undead for just $17.76. Four titles that would normally together go for $40. But this is less than 20 bucks. Less than 20 bucks. Come on. Wow. Limited time offer. So, Deadman's so much. What's. Why? Why that amount of money? I'm tr- I'm curious. Because 1776 will commence again. God damn it, commence again. <laughs> when you have Nike refusing to run those shoes, the patriotic shoes. No, 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 no. Because what the American flag is now racist now. No, 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 no. Now we gotta stand our ground. We gotta stand proud. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so this sells limited time, guys. Fourth of July weekend. If if supply lasts, maybe we'll extend it, but we'll see what happens. Okay, with all that said, our amazing guest, the one and only Damascus uh, Mensameyer. How's it going? All right, that's me. <laughs> As I've said before, faithful soldier in the dead man's army. I have to say that first and foremost. Yeah, that's right. You you have been uh, some tremendous help, man. Like You have produced some awesome covers. Hell, even... The artwork on the screen right now, this um, lovely evening star, is your handiwork. I love the name, by the way. Evening star, yeah. Yes. Uh, that, that was a very, very, very good choice. It, it's not bad. It kind of rolls off the tongue. At first, I was like, that's kind of the name of a porn star or a stripper. But then I was like, you know, <laughs> what if she is? Because I'm not her dad, you know? <laughs> it's not like she's my daughter or anything. <laughs> I don't, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not responsible for for bad choices, but uh, but yeah, man, like 
you have some really quality work, which we're going to get into, get into all that. Um, also talk mm-hmm. about, well, actually, no, I asked this question for all my guests. Who are right. you and what do you do? Who am I? What do I do? Um, and why do you do it? Mm-hmm. Oh, why, the heck, do why the hell do you do that? I'm Damascus. I'm weird. And um, I don't know. I just, <laughs> I just like weird stuff, I guess. I've always, Is, never, never quite. I've always been driven to tell stories, I suppose. And I like to tell stories with my artwork and my writing both. So that, uh, I think that has something to do with it. I'm just uh, I'm fascinated with storytelling in all its forms, I guess. Because even with my covers and stuff, if you like look at them, they they pretty much tell a story. Oh, definitely, so. definitely, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. You know, I was gonna I was gonna ask you if weird could be a profession, but then I remembered, oh yeah, Stephen King. <laughs> <laughs> weird weird can be more than profession. Weird can be a lifestyle. It's uh. Well, yes, I kn- that's the easy part, I think. <laughs> uh, become, being weird professionally, that's harder to pull off. Mm-hmm. You've got to make other people like your weirdness, I suppose. That's, that's the yeah. trick. Yeah. That's the trick there, right? And I think mm-hmm. you do it, though. I think you do it. I yeah, think I've... you have a way about it. <laughs> um, because people are loving your your covers. I think that's what really helps... Uh, sell those issues. Um, mm-hmm. Let me, in fact, while we talk, I'm going to go ahead and show off some of them. Let's see. Well, another question I have for you is, well, I mean, what came first? The the art or the writing or, I mean, was there something writing. else? Okay, writing, okay. Well, it started, I, I took to writing right away when I first learned how to read and write when I was like five. And immediately I started, and of course, I've always loved like horror stuff. So that was like the first thing that I ever ever wrote like horror stories and i really didn't get into the artwork side of it. i was like when i was a kid if you would ask me what i wanted to do i would have been like a writer but when i was about 13 i got hooked on comic books thank you to jim lee if there was no jim lee there would be no damascus mintzmeyer period Whoa. i picked up one of those x-men issues that he did and it was just like i had had comics before but i'd never seen anything like that and it was just like, I was, it was done. I was dead. I was, that was it. I was like, that's what I wanted to do. So I, I was like, I have a pretty obsessive personality. So I just kind of focused on that for years, like all through high school. Like, like everyone else was out like partying and doing stuff. I was like sitting in my room, drawing weird stuff and writing weird stories and listening to music. And I guess it's uh, finally paid off, but yeah, writing came first. Writing came first. Like I said, I think writing came first. I think it comics and artwork is like in just another medium to tell stories with. Mm-hmm. I agree so, with that. Yeah, writing writing came first though. Okay. Definitely. All right. Now, any particular um, any other influences as far as, as far as the writing goes? Oh yeah. Oh, H.P. Lovecraft is number one. HP I was about, I remember that most people like, uh, you always hear people say they always remember the first time. I always remember the first time I read HP Lovecraft. It blew my mind. I was 16 years old. I discovered this book just in the bookstore, just, uh, someone had stuck it like in the graphic novel section. It was the best of HP Lovecraft collection. Mm-hmm. And I just bought it cause I liked the cover 
and I read it up to that point. I'd only been exposed to like very Western civilization, Judeo-Christian concepts of horror, like, you know, vampires, werewolves, demons, angels, that kind of thing. The idea of cosmic horror blew my mind. I'd never been exposed to that before. And it always, you can't really tell in my writing, but it's always there. Like uh, Lovecraftian concepts are always there in my my head whenever I am am writing something. Hmm. So that okay. was like that's like the big one. Okay. And um uh also love Clive Barker a lot. Oh yeah, he's good too. Um yeah, yeah. And uh let me see, my other big ones. Oddly enough, I always love Joss Whedon. Just uh I love the the mixture of uh, mm. comedy and horror. That's uh one of my, my one of my things. I have like a really weird twisted sixth sense of humor and it kind of bleeds through in a lot of my writing. Okay, now that influence I could definitely see with your dialogue. Mm-hmm. You have a, yeah. you have a knack for interesting dialogue. It's it's witty. It's yeah. it's, it's fun. You keep it fun. Yes, um, I do enjoy that. And that's a trick. You know, some well, people some people find that yeah. really difficult to do. How do you how do you make that dialogue work? How do you, you know? But you make it sound real. That's good. Thank you. Well, you got to make it sound real, but you can't actually write dialogue the way people talk. Because the way people talk is is not interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's true. People talking like stupid little uh, sentence fragments. So like, right. Yeah, me in particular. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we do. We do. Um, so you have to. So the the trick with di- good dialogue is you have it has to sound natural, but it can't actually be verbatim how people talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And therein lies the trick right there. So, of course, it's going to be like it's scripted, you know, like you, you would imagine like in a, a see, you're not going to have this. I'll just um, this is stuttering. What am I going to say? Oh, da, da, you know, you're just going to have mm-hmm. the characters going mm-hmm. to say something and it's going to be meaningful. It's going to have a, a purpose to it, even if it's just stalling. Like I just did. There. True. <laughs> Look at that. All right. All right. And Lovecraft, man, that's a big influence. A lot of people, a lot of people give him credit, which is, yeah. I mean, there's well, what's right really there. sad though. What's really sad though is that he got like no credit in his life. Yeah, like that's true. One of the things I like about Josh Whedon as a as a writer is that he is he likes to hurt his characters. Oh yeah, I'm a big fan of that too. Mm-hmm. I'm um, always putting my characters just through. Sure, hell. Yeah, I mean, he, he'll get him stabbed and shot and beat and bloodied. And, uh, and I, to me, that's so important to, to do because if you don't do that, you're not putting your characters at, a, at risk. Mm-hmm. That's true. And, and if the characters aren't at risk, people aren't going to buy in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're not going to care. Right. You have to have They're some like, emotional attachment to it. Right. And, you know, and part of that emotional attachment is the potential for loss. Mm-hmm. Right? Definitely. I don't, I don't want to lose this character. You know, I don't want to see this character, you know, die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you don't want to see him die, you don't want to see him hurt. So when you hurt him, then you, you pull that, the audience in farther. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's one of the it's one of the problems I have with comic book 
movies is to me they're boring as fuck because nobody you know the main characters nothing's gonna really happen to them i have problems with comic book movies too just because they have such they have such what plots i'm sorry like they have such overblown convoluted plots like uh i think like uh, something like something like the dark knight you know like Keith Ledger's performance was really, really good and really, really strong, but the plot of that movie would have been much better if the entire um, like Two-Face angle had been like taken out of there. It would have been a much more straightforward mm-hmm. I think, I think yeah. a lot of uh, comic book superhero was, movies fall In that, that movie trap. in particular, uh, The Dark Knight, the Joker's plot line was pretty complicated in itself. In, it's like yeah. the Joker was a really busy man to set up all these traps and little things. Like, how did he have time to do mm-hmm. all this? It, that wasn't really fully explored. Yeah. You know what? In fact, if anything, the original Batman a motion picture uh, kind of showed more about uh, how how Joker got his people out there, even though yeah, you know, that one's still my favorite. Michael Keaton's still my favorite. Oh uh, yeah, Batman. Yeah. Which I never. When I first heard that Michael Keaton was going to be Batman, I was like, Mister Mom, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. This guy is this guy's not Batman material. <laughs> oh, but he did he's it well. He's a goofball. He, he's a goofball. <laughs> I yeah, he did, did it so do it well. well. He pulled it off and it's so surprising. Mhm. But I mean, so so how does he how does he compare to the other other Batmans though? Like he's just the best. We well, see whenever I think of it, I always, whenever I look at superhero films, I always think of their superhero personality and then their alter ego. You have to separate them. Like, Michael Keaton was a really good Batman, but I personally don't think he was a very good Bruce Wayne. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, uh, Christian Bale was a good Bruce Wayne, but I really didn't like his Batman very much. Yeah, his bat. well, well, hold on. I, I, okay, I think his Batman did more stuff, though. He was more flexible and moved around more, right? True. Well, he had a better suit. Yeah, that's true. Michael Keaton was kind of limited in what he can do. Yeah, he had a terrible suit. He couldn't even turn. He could, like, right. terrible. He couldn't turn his neck at all. <laughs> Impractical to fight in, because he couldn't even look around. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, man. Okay, what about Joker? I mean, Jack Nicholson? I mean, come on. Come on. Yeah. I like Jack Nicholson's Joker. The problem, the thing about that is uh, he really wasn't acting. He was just... Yeah, he's just being Jack. Jack Nicholson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I can see the, the producer saying, hey, we got a great idea. You know what? Let's just get Jack Nicholson. Let's let him be himself. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. We don't even have a script. He's just, he's just ad-libbing. He's just him. Yeah, that's how no. he did so well. <laughs> Makes sense. And if you catch him on the right day, you don't even have to do the makeup. <laughs> <laughs> he just comes in that way. <laughs> oh, man. i got to go to check out one of, one of his parties, man. If only. If I could, you know? Damn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So we got to talk about some of your stories. Uh, you got a number of stories okay. published through Dead Man's Tome. Uh, yes. So... Which one do you want to talk about first? Um, just pick one. Pick one and go with it. All right. 
a night at Fat Diablos. A night at Fat uh-huh. Diablos. When I first read the title, I thought it was going to be a trans club. I was like, this is going to be a gay club. <laughs> who's Fat Diablo? Uh, uh, who's Fat Diablo? Fat Diablo was the, uh, I think in the story I make reference to it, that he's a guy from the 1940s that built a barbecue joint. And his brother came back from Korea as a vampire, so he turned it into like a safe haven for the undead. Yeah. And you never actually see Fat Diablo in the story. I don't even know if he's alive anymore. They just called the place Fat Diablos, and it's a biker hangout for uh, vampires. And there's a turf war going on between a vampire biker gang and a undead uh, ghoul biker gang. And, mm-hmm. well, these two old dudes on a, uh, a uh, like, rented motorcycle guided tour have to stop by on the wrong night. Yeah, I liked how you did that. <laughs> that was one of the stories where your dialogue really comes out on that. Because oh, thank you. I mean, you have these two guys there. They are fish out of water, right? That the whole right. bar, like, not sure where they are. Making they're confused about the menu and all that. And these, <laughs> these people, these these bad motherfuckers, are coming from everywhere. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Um, it's like, oh shit moment right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what was uh, what was your influence for that story? Um, I think the, oh two things. First, dust uh, from Dust Till Dawn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I was uh, gonna say that's uh, that sounds pretty familiar there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, I remember the I think the second influence. I just, I just kind of winged that one because I remember if I remember correctly, you had set out some. Uh, you're like, I need more stories, people. I need, I need some more. And I was like, I got yeah. one. It's like heaven. And you're like, if you can get it finished by like Friday, it's in. And I'm like, yeah, all right. So I said, I was like, <laughs> it just came out. And I was like, okay, there it is. It mm-hmm. just, uh, that was. I'm, I'm usually a planner, but that was a totally, totally pant story right there. And is the uh, a night at Fat Diablo's was a pant story? Oh yeah, that was. Uh, I just, I just was flying, flying high with that one. But yeah, I think from dusk. From Dust Till Dawn was probably the big thing I had in my mind when I was thinking of that. Yeah, well, From Dust Till Dawn, from what I understand, was also a pants movie. Uh, I mean, it's no, like they really? were just winging that one together. Too. <laughs> I mean, really? <laughs> it's like they just added a twist at the end. Okay, guys, <laughs> we're gonna flip the script. Yeah, it's it's a kidnap heist movie. Oh no, it's a kidnapping movie. Oh no, it's it's a vampire movie. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, with a really good uh, scene, <laughs> with a really good scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some of, by the way, some of some of the worst vampire makeup I've ever seen. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was, it was, yeah. Yeah, I, I hope they were going for that look. <laughs> I, I, I would imagine so. I mean, they put a lot of work into it, right? Right. <laughs> um, but the dialogue was great, of course, as always, yeah, as probably. you would expect. Yeah, it was good stuff. <laughs> Which part do you like better in that movie, the crime part or the horror part? Because there's always like two movies in one. I kind of like the crime part better. I kind of like the crime part a little bit better too. Mm. I, I love mean, the horror, but the, the crime, crime part—the part, crime part doesn't have some hell a heck, right? The crime part doesn't have that. True. You, you don't get that. That, which, by the well, way, the one thing you could you, change—you could, you could have done that. You could have done that in the crime part. 
You uh, could have snuck in, snuck her into that. Okay. Yeah. So, so wait, wait, wait. Because this Just, it really could have been any old topless bar, right? Any topless bar <laughs> could have been. Well, well you need to have a python. You need to have a python. Okay, any python topless bar. <laughs> and you need to have that, that the toe. Well, the, 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 the Quentin Tarantino like doing his little pervy thing with the toe. Okay. <laughs> I, I guess like you're saying don't flip the script with the vampires. Maybe have some rogue gang come in there. Maybe some Mexican cartel and and mess with them. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking but, of the speaking of the the stripper speaking of the stripper part, the sequel to A Night of Fat Diablos. Is a night of Satan's palace. Have you read that one yet? Uh, I have, I have not. Oh, oh, that's the one I submitted for Satan is your friend. You've got to read that one. Wait, okay, because we're coming through the submissions. A night of you said it was mm-hmm. a night of Satan's palace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay, I have not read that one yet. No, but I read some other ones that were pretty uh, good. Uh, but I'll, I'll get to that one. Yeah, yeah, you'll like that one. That's the sequel. Oh, the same two, same two old dudes going to a, uh, they go to a strip club in Vegas that turns out to be, whoops, inhabited by demon strippers. Crazy shit does ensue. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Damn. All right, I definitely have to check that one out. All right. All right. So, um, hmm. Have you ever one. noticed that Quint- Quentin Tarantino? Likes to start his movies with some some people sitting around like in a diner and somebody's telling a very very long pointless story. <laughs> oh yeah, he has been doing that Definitely. from the beginning, hasn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And good point. Good point. And what about uh, "Hate the Flesh"? We could talk about that one because that one's a little bit more controversial oh, okay. than uh, than "A Night of Fat Diablos." "Night of Fat Diablos" yeah, is good, a- fun action. You wouldn't. I mean. It's great, but I hate the flesh. Mm-hmm. Ooh, man, that's gonna hit. That's you. like scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one's scary on many, many, many levels. Um, I don't even know. I, I think the first. I actually wrote a really rough draft of that many, many, many years ago, um, with four skinheads, and and originally they had killed a in the original version they killed a Jewish college professor, and a uh, like a golem. He, he resurrects a golem somehow before he dies, and the golem comes after him. And I was like, no, okay, that's I can't do that. That's just, you know, I've seen lots of golem stories and stuff. So I wanted something. I wanted something because um, they're skinheads and they they think you know that their you know white skin is better than everyone else. So I was like, well, what if I can find something that's like African to 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 take them out, so to speak. Yeah. So I was doing research in like African creatures and everything, and I was like, ah, voodoo. I was like, of course. So then I was like, when I was researching like voodoo Loa spirits and stuff, and I was like, this would be perfect. So I found like the most evil, badass voodoo lo- voodoo Loa spirit that could possibly exist, and had it uh, just take them over one by one, and then they uh, mm. well, they end saying, up they don't have any skin at all. And you're saying lower spirit, right? Uh, Loa, L O A, Loa, L O A. Yeah. Oh, um, I I thought it was I thought it was Lola. <laughs> what what is it? What is a Loa spirit? A Loa spirit. Okay. In Voodoo, they believe that Banzu, God, is 
distant from uh, humankind and a loa is a spirit that you invoke into someone that takes messages from us to God. And uh, there are many, many different types of loas for all different types of things. Um, okay. Like, uh, like Baron Samedi, so to speak, is the he's like the one of the loas of death. And um, in my story, Bakula Baka is the supposed to be one of the most fearsome loas, and he's supposed to be so scary that nobody actually invokes him into somebody. And that's uh, why I chose it. So, mm. there. <laughs> but that's, that's what cool. a loa is, roughly, like roughly. Okay. There so it sounds like a, like a messenger. So it's a messenger, a hell's messenger or yes. something. Okay. No, it's, uh, it's um, not hell. a spirit messenger. So a uh, spirit messenger. Okay. Yeah. So like it's a not really an angel. So like a secretary of like a darker, deeper demon, I guess. Am I following that? You make it say that. You okay. can say that, yes. A secretary that could kill you, not just take your messages. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Gotcha. gotcha. All yeah, right. Because they take the messages and deliver them for you, whatever mm. they may be. And sound like they're pretty fatal messages. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. So yes. what what else have you uh, had to research and learn uh, for the story? Uh, for any story or just that one? Uh, this, like, um, this, this particular one. I mean, it, it sounds like you had to do quite a bit of research on that African. Uh, I had to do a lot of I had to do a lot of research in uh, African and um, like voodoo, especially. Okay. Um, but I also do. I had to, I also had to do research with uh, white supremacy because I'm like, I'm totally not like that. So I'm like, okay, gotta gotta do some gotta do some research there. I remember the word. Uh, I came across the word Rahoa that I use in the story. Rahoa. Uh, which was turned out to be short. Yeah, Am I Rahoa. To say that? Can I say that? Is that racist to say Rahoa? What, what's Rahoa? I don't know. It might be. It's, I remember it stood for a racial holy war. And I remember that was like, okay, I got to use that in there somehow. It was like this some horrible, awful thing that, uh, Rahoa. that uh, one of the white supremacists mentions a couple of times. And I was like, I doubt anyone else who can have that in their story. There's some authenticity, I suppose. But yeah, I do. I did quite a bit of research for that one. Huh. And I actually set that story in a, a town in uh, Michigan called Battle Creek, and I have like family that was up there, so I like knew. I knew uh, like the a lot of the places there are real places. Like um, the, the church isn't. I made that up that the skinheads burned down. But like um, a lot of the, a lot of the details in the in the setting of the story are like actual details, like the name of the newspaper and like. Um, names of the roads and the highways and everything it's like actual places that I'm okay. familiar with okay so you actually send it out to get some feedback yeah and what did, did they you say? send it to a sensitivity reader <laughs> <laughs> yeah did, did you that's a good question <laughs> do I do I send myself uh, no did you send this really. story and this story in particular no. <laughs> you should no. have no. you should have just for the response just to make it, so we can put it on the cover was reviewed by because what about a sensitivity reader as ultra offensive, the most offensive, <laughs> ultra the most double offensive. plus offensive. Yeah, <laughs> this will offend you so much. <laughs> You'll be triggered for a year. It'll it'll offend your great grandchildren. <laughs> yes, yes. I've always had a knack for uh, pissing people off and offending people, so it doesn't surprise me at all. Mm. I've always had a very keen ability to do that. 
Well, and that's that, kind that's, of a special talent. <laughs> special talent, and I think that's one part of the reason why I guess you found a found a home here of a dead man's home. Yeah, uh, probably. Kind of seemed to welcome that. Right in. Yeah. Uh, I think the man, moment that I knew I was gonna, the moment I knew I was gonna work really well with you, was that was after I did the bikers and non dead cover, and uh, we were we were like brainstorming ideas for a psycho holiday, and I was you're like you're like okay draw Santa with a bunch of kids running away. And I was like, okay, I can do that. And like, drew it, sent it back. And you're like, wait a minute, even better kid in a wheelchair. <laughs> and I'm all like, <laughs> I'm all like, it was, it was like a light bulb moment. It's like, bing. It's like, wait a minute. This dude is like me. And I'm all like, <laughs> like I think I found a home. And I was like, I was like, like the kid in the wheelchair. And I was like, I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. And, you, and you're like, you're like, holy shit! Look at this. <laughs> yeah, you just have to make it funnier. Yeah, because it was it was gruesome, but it was like, man, you gotta get up it a little bit. Have Santa be even more demented. You know what's really gonna sell? Oh, yeah, <laughs> get in a little chair. <laughs> and uh, you got some. Yeah, got a, some lot, heat. a lot of this stuff. I'm sorry. Oh, I was just say I got some heat about that on Twitter too. People saying I'm ableist or whatever. But like, come on now. Oh yeah, I remember that. I remember that. And you know what? Went off by yeah. saying uh, you wouldn't put word psycho on the cover and you're like they're like you can't do that and you're like the hell i can't (laughs) (laughs) that's how you respond whenever i came back and i was like put it like really in big bold red letters on the cover that's a lot of stuff i do let me change a lot of the stuff i do i do because i mainly find it funny like i find find a lot of this uh I found a lot of the horror stuff, like all the horrible, horrible stuff. I just find it amusing myself. Like Psycho Holiday is a good example. It's just, mm-hmm. I just think that shit's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so I just had this crazy idea. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy, it'll it'll never happen. So um, last Sunday, I did uh, I did church's show, you know, mm-hmm. and. Um, the subject was Mad Magazine. Oh, okay. Because that's kind of the only comic I read growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, it, the problem with Mad Magazine today, first of all, its circulation has fallen from a high of almost 3 million issues a year Yeah. D- down to 150,000. And plus it's like 20 pages long now. Yeah, and it's, and it's not funny. <laughs> no, it's not funny. No, it's not funny at all. So you know, it seems like there's a there's a market for that. Mm-hmm. Once again, like maybe maybe we should all get together and redo a, what rebuild what Mad Magazine used to be. Yeah, Sat- like an old, old yeah, school old, evil Mad Magazine. Yeah, yeah. You know, just just the line drawings and shit with some I've shading actually, and and uh, funny funny that you mentioned that I've actually sent stuff to Mad Magazine before and promptly got rejected. So well, what, clearly my did? sixth sense of humor. Oh yeah, oh I sent them. I sent this this thing. Uh, it was called a uh, Psycho Secret Santas. I'll have to send you that. Oh my god, <laughs> it, it's like it's like it's like all these. Um, it's like um, I'll have to send you that. I'll do that tomorrow. It's um all these different uh like office psychos and all the presents that they would give you, right? Mm-hmm. Like oh, there's a mailman. Yeah, there's like a mailman and he gives you like a box of people's stolen mail. And there's like the you know, the crazy cat lady <laughs> just she gives you like um 
you know, you draw her name in the hat and she gives you out of the hat and she gives you like a, a litter box. And you work your way, you work your way through it. And oh, there's one that's like a, uh, um, like the office, uh, the office psycho or something like that. And he gives you like a, a shirt with like a, a big target on it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, the caption was something like, hey, nobody really knows much about Wes, but he likes watching World War II documentaries and going to the shooting range. And it's like the president's like a giant target. Um, but you like work your way right through it. And like one of the uh, the second to last present is like um, like a cannibal that like bakes you a pie. And they're like, hey, look, Kilowau, Kilowau from Human Resources just baked you a pie. Isn't that great, Steve? And they're like, Steve, hey, we're Steve. <laughs> and um, the, the very last one is um, a, a devil worshiper, and and that's the only guy who gives a good present. It's a devil worshiper. He gives this, he gives this guy like a, a, a Blu-ray player, and the guy's like, hey, thanks, thank you. And of course, I send it, and like, boom, no, we don't want this. And I'm, like, uh, clearly my sense of humor is not like it's not normal that's when i figured out like any more dick jokes like any well, more dick the, jokes the, the, prob- the problem is is that mad magazine has become too slick too colorful yeah. um you know the and not funny and hyper pc mhm games with a g i way. didn't even know there was still a mad magazine running are you are you telling me there's still exactly? Men? It's still out there. No way. I, I'm here. I've been here yeah, to talk about this, but I'm like, wait, what? St- okay. So if I'm gonna look at Mad Magazine, I'm gonna see Mad Magazine still running. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Kelly Evans says that she wrote a se- secret Santa Psycho story as well. Man, that's a tongue twister. <laughs> oh shit! They they are still around. Okay. Plus tw- yeah, Church, of Mad Magazine Church put, put uh, some images from a recent uh, issue, and oh my god, it was just boring as fuck just to look <laughs> at. I bet so. It, man. It's terrible. It's terrible. Seems like seems like you know we should we should redo it. Call it Damn Magazine. Damn Magazine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they probably wouldn't even notice. They probably wouldn't even notice. Mm. Oh, see. Yeah, that's actually a pretty good idea. The cover right there, mad about the Trump era. Trump era. Mm. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, so they they've gone political. Yeah. And PC and but one-sided, of course. One-sided. Yeah, I mean, if you go political, go go both ways at least. Right. Right. Yeah. You gotta, you got yeah, like South Park. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like South Park, piss off everybody. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I think that's uh, that's the, that's the line I tend to take in life. It's just, <laughs> I just end up pissing off everybody. So whatever. Yep. yep. I mean that's what I've been doing lately. With my YouTube videos. <laughs> Someone on the because I I try to avoid politics, but it's been coming up because the way things are, I guess. Um, someone mm-hmm. on the right, someone on the left, depending on the day, might be like. I don't like that video. Okay, well, come back again later. You might like what I say next say or something, you know, because it, it depends on the topic. It depends on what it is, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Oh. Yeah. All See, right. the thing is, is that for, for a lot of people, you know, being able to laugh. So you're laughing. Oh, they're making fun of him. I'm laughing. They're making fun, making fun. And, and you're laughing, making fun of all the other people. And they finally get around to you and making fun of what you like. And then you have to go. Okay, yeah, it's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And that that actually I think, you know, 
broadens people's perspectives. Yeah, true. You gotta you gotta be able to laugh yourself, right? And uh, you know, I think one of the ways to do that is to get you know go ahead laugh at you know the satire of other beliefs and other people. Mm-hmm. Just just make sure that when it comes around, you laugh at yourself as well. Yeah, I've always I've always been a been a big uh, I've always been to take uh, lots of lots of ribbing. I've got a I, like I've got a good healthy sense of humor towards myself, shall we say? I don't mm. tend to take myself seriously. Well, that's healthy though. I mean, you should. Yeah, be. yeah, that's that's good. Like, if you can't laugh at yourself, how can you laugh at any, anybody else, right? Right. <laughs> well, if you're not laughing at yourself, then when you make fun of other people, you're doing it just to be mean. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's think. true. That's true. That that's what and, you, I mean. That's that is very true. Very wise. You can live by that, right? Um, you know, one thing I want to talk about though. One thing I want to really ask you because you said you had to research white supremacy stuff or hate the flesh. And uh, yeah, I mean, and, like, I, how hard was I that? Like, not very hard, unfortunately. And, and how long did the that's, FBI that's question you? Did you go to 4chan? <laughs> did you go to 8chan? Like, like what, what did we do? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just typed in, like, uh, just typed in, like, white supremacy, and it was all there. Like, that yeah. was that was actually easier to find than the voodoo stuff. Oh. Like, that's, wow. that's what's so sad. Uh, might be it's, like, it's, like, everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it, it's become, like... <laughs> There's that white privilege. I don't like, know. <laughs> it's just right there. <laughs> Man, so yeah, go- wait, wait, right wait. So Google helped you find white supremacy stuff faster than voodoo yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, Google, you need to fix your shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, uh, I remember when I looked at the voodoo stuff, all I could really find was like a Wikipedia. But I was like, yeah, I want something like deeper than that. But I had like do some digging for that mm-hmm. to like get actual voodoo stuff. I had to dig for that. The yeah. white supremacy stuff. No, that was right there. Just that was right, right there. there. Just right there. Now, oh man, did, did did you like talk to people, interact with people? Like, I don't know. Did you? I mean, how far did you go? Did you create like a fake account and like I won the forms or something? No. Like, no, okay, no, no. All right, nothing like that. Nothing like that. Not that <laughs> deep. Not that deep. Okay, not that deep. <laughs> but uh, and do you think that the uh, that that research? Do you think it helped you in your story? Yes, yeah. It helped. They made it a bit more authentic, I think. And I would agree. Like, uh, I agree. Yeah. Um, so it is worth it. I mean, even if you have to research something that makes you uncomfortable, like say white supremacy or whatever oh, yeah, it is, definitely, uh, it's it pays off, right? Oh yeah. And I'm, I'm a huge. Uh, I mean, I'm a huge advocate for uh, research, and I, I'm a I'm a history and uh, like I'm a, I'm a research dork anyway, so it mm-hmm. doesn't really doesn't really bother me but yeah i think uh researching uh anything for a story is definitely well worth it mm. but yeah as you say even if it makes you uncomfortable or something it's worth it definitely definitely and some of the best topics on this show come from the research that people do <laughs> on their stories mm-hmm. that that's the best no, part. really that's the best part yeah. uh let's see you got a few other stories we come to oh actually you know do you have anything that's not published from Deadman's Tome? I know a lot of it's... Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Quite Let's a few. talk about one um, Okay. Um, I think my favorite thing that I've ever written, ever, is in an anthology that came out uh, about a 
It's called Hell's Empire. Hell's Empire. And it's an alternate history. Yeah, Hell's Empire. It's published uh, by a company called Althar Press. And it's an alternate history horror hybrid. And it about the it's it's about an invasion by the forces of Satan and the armies of hell in Victorian Britain in the 1890s. So they wanted um, stories about the incursion, so they call it, um, of demons fighting um, actual Victorian, not like steampunk or anything, just actual Victorian settings with actual Victorian characters. Um, and my story in that was, uh, and the, the cool thing is that they, there was 14 stories, I think, in the, in the book. And they linked them together, like so it reads like a novel when you read the whole thing. And my story is in the middle, and it's about the Battle of London. And it, my story is called Ad Majorum Satanae Glorium, which means, in Latin, it means uh, for the greater glory of Satan. And it's uh, about, the, uh, my idea for that story was, um, I was uh, thinking that hell has a, a massive force of damned souls that they can like draft into their army. Mm-hmm. So half the story was was written about um, this damned soul that was rampaging through London with, as they, the the demons were attacking, and the other half was about um, these uh, people trying to survive and escape the city. Okay, and it's uh, I don't know, I just really like that quite a bit. It's a uh, it's very combative, and it has a to- I broke every single rule when I submitted this story. Oh it was yeah, like a thousand words over. The- oh, it was like a thousand words over the limit. And they're like, don't set it in London because you don't want to trash the capital. We've got other plans for that. And I was like, I don't know. No, that's like, again, it goes back to the research thing. I was all like, that's what I know most about is London. So I was like, that's what I'm going to do. And and it ends on a total downer. I'm not going to blow the ending, but it, uh, it's not the happiest ending. Um, but that is probably one of my, that's probably my favorite work that I've had published thus far. And that's a non-Dead Man Tome story. All right. So, so, so what, what year was that? Uh, that just came out about a month ago. No, I mean it, the story. What year was the story oh, set in? Uh, the 1890s. They were they were vague on exactly what year it was supposed okay. to be, but it was the 1890s in general. Yeah, see, this is the problem I have with that. Is how would you tell the difference between the, you know, the, the rampaging demons and the uh, citizens of London? I, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> True. Oh man. But let's see. I've had. Uh, let me see. In the past year, I've sold fourteen stories. I've had eleven published thus far. There's still three that have to come out. And I've done how many covers have I done for you? Four. I'm working on the fifth one. Yeah. I'm working on. It, it, working on before. That's the next one. Uh, Satan like will that. be your uh, Satan is your friend is the next one yeah yeah, yeah. and you come up with some pretty good ideas Satan is is your friend was actually an idea you put you know put forth that I was like correct. okay yes and that is correct it sounds good and we'll run with it um, <laughs> pull that on the screen I have the the concept art for it I'll probably start coloring that later this week or probably early next week or something like that. Satan is your friend. Now this, this is actually another submission call that actually received some criticism. Uh, I guess it goes too far for some people. <laughs> so, oh, and also what's funny about the ableist thing with psycho holiday, they weren't even criticizing mm-hmm. about the kid in the wheelchair. They were just criticizing about the word psycho. 
So I was like, that's just stupid. <laughs> you guys are more offended by words than you are by actions. <laughs> oh, man. Just it's really, it's kind of really true. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, and Satan is your friend. Uh, Ooh, that's good. Yeah, so, so they think it's gone too far. Mm. Did they not see the dead nuns? I mean, <laughs> I mean, seriously. No. You think that's going well, they're nuns. They don't count. Actually, about that cover. <laughs> oh. Damn, I guess I, that I, got, I, got, I got the spirit of Becky in me or something. I just had to sneeze, but at least I could mute myself. <laughs> Love you, Becky. <laughs> just got to use the mute button. God, okay. I wish I could I remember, mute you. Yeah, I remember when the uh, Mr. Deadman made me do a cover. I remember when you had to vote for that on Twitter. It was like every single vote. It was like a shutout. Everybody wanted dead nuns. Yes, like, dead nuns. Yeah, I, think I, I came up with that. I mean, you came up with the idea for like a like a girl, um, like slender girl killer, like killing somebody, and and I was like, that's cool. I'll do something like that. And then I was like, I get a lot of ideas just like out of the blue when I'm doing something totally non-related to creativity. Like I was doing like exercises or something, and I was like, wait a minute, schoolgirl, dead nun. I got it. And I was like running to the phone, like I got an idea. <laughs> and you're like. You're like, okay, do one of each, we'll have a vote. And it's like, boom, dead nuns, everybody. And I was all like, I think I hit a nerve here. <laughs> dead nuns, yep. yep. And you know what? Not everybody who voted probably went to Catholic school even. Probably not. <laughs> nope. No. Some people just voted that because they like be the schoolgirls. Some people like voted because they like the nuns. Oh. And yeah. Okay. I, mean, you're like, I remember when you you're like, you like sent me back a response to that and you're like, she can wear like a... Uh, knee-high white socks i'm like Hell yeah <laughs> yeah i gotta make sure it's authentic right uh okay as far as content goes like mm-hmm. now people might be people might think it's the monster versus nazi that has the most offensive or triggering whatever maybe as far as mm-hmm. language goes because there's a lot of n-words in that um but mm-hmm. this this book right here there's some stories in here that are so like pretty graphic and and what's mm-hmm. happening is very real very recent like there's there's a short story mm-hmm. about a school shooting that's about to happen and like mm-hmm. well I, I can't give it away i know yeah. can't give it away something something happens of course every story is like a there's a mr deadman figure that's like kind of like telling oh, people yeah. to do something or telling people to like not do something you know kind of mess with them mm-hmm. so uh, i realize when I started reading these stories, like, oh man, I should, probably should have thought this one through. I should probably consulted for other people attorney about this. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're sitting there thinking, wait, these are all about me. <laughs> I'm inspiring people to do all this horrible stuff. Yeah. No, I, read, I read these stories, I'm like, wait, wait, this one, I'm doing what now? <laughs> but, I so, love Andy Brouch's uh, Cat Lady versus Mr. Dead Man. That was great. <laughs> that was good. That was a good story. And then there's a story with the, with the Catholic schoolgirl. Uh, at a probably the worst Catholic school I've ever heard of, where like these oh, nuns yeah, yeah. are like pretty the nuns and these other school nuns were like spared. Yeah, I remember that bullying bullying this this chick. Like it's gruesome the way they do it. Oh god, <laughs> it's horrible. But it matches. It goes with this cover, so it inspired someone oh, yeah. to do that. Yeah. So that's good. I remember. I think it was even it was really funny as I remember when we put the vote out. I named them like one of them was the birthday mask and the other was called like none, none should be spared. 
And then I like flipped through the book and I was like, wait a minute, this dude named his story. None was spared. And I'm like, Hmm, mm-hmm. this is cool. <laughs> that is very cool. Gotta see if I get him on the podcast. It'd be great. <sighs> okay. You know, we have some time. We got a lot of time. I, I understand you wanted to do a dead celebrity game show. Is that right? Yes. Did you, did you get the, uh, did I emailed you the, uh, the sheet uh, for that with the, with the categories on there? Yes. Did you get I, that? I got oh, that. Right. And not only did I get that, but I'm going to put it on the screen so that everybody could see it. Right. Um, I have it here and uh, using paint. I've got all the- I can mark it here. So we're just playing Dead Celebrity inter- Jeopardy. Okay, and I got a scoreboard yes. set and everything. <laughs> so, I think SK is going to win. All right, there's a scoreboard. Right now it's on zero. So, so Becky's not here, so it's really just going to be me between Mr. Deadman and SK. Because I take it, okay, you're, you're, let's do it. Take it you're the one who's yeah, asking I'm Alex, questions. I'm right? being Alex Quebec. Yeah, All right. I'm being Alex Quebec. All right, Alex. Alex Quebec. Quebec. Well, he's Canadian. Quebec. Quebec. Yeah. All right, Alex. Yeah, hey. All right. Maybe it'd be like Sean right. Connery. I don't know. I'll All take right. overdose for 100, Alex. <laughs> 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 okay. Okay, no. no remember, it, they start out easy and they get harder as they go along. Okay. okay. Overdose for 100. This Australian actor died in 2008 of an accidental intoxication of prescription drugs. Why so serious? Oh, the Joker. Um, Jesus, what is his name? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Time on time. Do you have to answer in a form of a question or can you just answer? Okay, I guess well, I, I have it written down here in the form of a question, but who cares? <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> um, oh, tick, Jesus. Tick, tick. Come on. Heath Ledger. Yes. Bing, bing, bing. All right. All right. Heath Ledger. Look Woo. at that. So you get a 100 points. Nice. All right, SK. You control the board. Keep going. You control oh, the board? I get to keep going. Yeah. Woo! Uh, ooh, I'll t- I'll take uh, murder for one hundred. <laughs> okay. On September seventh, nineteen ninety six, this rapper was shot four times by an unknown assailant in a drive-by shooting in Las Vegas. He died six days later, and the gunman was never apprehended. Chris Farley. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Ross. Um. No? Okay. Uh, uh, what's his name? Biggie? Biggie oh, Smalls? Getting close. Getting close. I know this one. I don't know. Tupac Shakur. Okay. Tupac. So now, oh. you lose, now you lose 100 points. That's right. All right. What? Yeah, we're playing with real rules. Well, that means, that means I can... That means if I... Just don't even choose. <laughs> oh wait, I messed up. I, I could beat you. <laughs> All right, Mister Deadman, proceed. It's your turn now. All right, hold on one moment. Let me adjust the score real fast. Uh, and scores. All right, I will take. Uh, what do we have here? I will take. Um, uh, suicide for 500. Okay. Uh, going right to the hard stuff. Okay. 
This singer for the post-punk band Joy Division, he struggled with epilepsy and depression before hanging himself in 1980. Oh, what? <laughs> I told you they got harder. Okay. Uh, the singer for the... <laughs> the singer for who? The singer for the post-punk band Joy Division. He struggled with epilepsy and depression before hanging himself in 1980. Who is... I don't know. <laughs> Peter Steele. <laughs> Peter Steele. I don't know. <laughs> okay. No. Who is Ian Curtis? Oh. Oh, my God. <laughs> I lost 500 points. Damn it. You know what? You know, you want to know something's really sad? You knew it. If, uh, if Kelly, no, I didn't know that. If, <laughs> if Kelly, if Kelly was on the show, she'd be winning hands down. <laughs> oh, she would know it, huh? Yeah, she all got that last one. All the last two. Screaming right now. Mm, maybe I should be watching the chat then. <laughs> uh, right, accidental death for 100. Okay. This actor who perished at age let me see this actor who who perished at age 28 in 1983 after a freak accident on the set of the film The Crow left his heart it left his heart punctured by a shell fragment from a blank <sighs> bullet cartridge. Oh, um, Lee Jason Lee. <laughs> oh, not Jason Lee. Um, <laughs> Kevin Smith. You will. Kevin Smith. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> no, isn't it? Wasn't it Bruce Lee's son? Yes. Um, Jason so, Lee. Jason Lee played Bruce Lee, didn't he? I don't know. No, it was Bruce Lee's kid. It was Brandon. 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 <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so you just lost a uh, hundred bucks. Uh, was it for a hundred or for five hundred? No, that was a hundred. For one hundred. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Woohoo! <laughs> Lost that one. All right, and these are pretty tough. These are tough. Okay. I've done my research. <laughs> yeah, I've done zero research. Okay, let's do. When you say natural causes, how natural are we getting at? Um. <laughs> Like cancers, heart attacks, that kind of thing. Like, what's that erotic uh, ejaculation thing? A self-erotic ejaculation? Oh, the autoerotic asphyxiation. Yeah, autoerotic asphyxiation. Yeah, that's unnatural causes. <laughs> yeah, that's be unnatural. I actually knew a guy who went to high school actually killed himself that way. Oh, well, I guess that's not a bad way to go. I mean, I know. He, was he a close friend? Acquaintance, shall we say? Okay. I knew who he was. Oh, okay. So I can make jokes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, natural causes. Let's do 500 again. Okay. <laughs> oh, you're never going to get this one, man. I've seen okay. Celebrity Jeopardy. I know how to play this. <laughs> okay. An American, char- American character actor known for portrayals of madmen in several classic universal horror films. He died of a heart attack while traveling on a bus in Hollywood in 1943. <laughs> portrayals of madmen. He died of a heart attack on a bus. And what year again? 1943. 1943. Hmm. If you've seen Bela Lugosi's Dracula, you've probably seen him. He's the guy that played Brentfield. 
Oh, wait a second. Oh, oh. No. Oh, 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 oh. Um. Uh, I, what is his name? Wait, wait, wait. He's not the same guy who played in uh in Star Wars, was he? No. No, not the same guy. No, he, he was. He died in 1943. Wasn't in Star Wars. <laughs> oh, I. Oh, I think. Of course, I know who this is. Vinnie Paw. Vinnie Paw. A Pantera. Come on. <laughs> oh. Oh, Jesus uh, can I can I steal? Can you steal? You can, can, can I you have steal? an idea. Yeah. I'm, okay. It's a total guess. Lon Chaney. You're close. His name was Dwight Fry. Yeah, see, that's really close. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, he was Igor he... in. Uh, he was Igor in uh, uh, Frankenstein and uh, Bride of Frankenstein. Uh, he was like in all the old classic Universal horror movies. I saw it was very strange. The dude died of a heart attack on the bus. I was like, wow. Okay. Man, this scoreboard is not looking good. Which, by the way, I could put down the screen too, so people can see it. Um, that's the score right now. It's not looking too good. I can see. I'm in the hole for a thousand. <laughs> I can't be too far behind. Your money left on tap, guys. Well, you like. You haven't really lost much. You had a you had a gain and then you lost, and then you lost again. Okay. So now you're in a, now you're in a negative. Okay. All right. Let's do. Um... Oh wait, it's SK's turn. Isn't it SK's turn? Or did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah, I okay. was trying to steal that one. All right, put the board back up. Board's back up. All right. All right. Buffering. All right. All right. All right. All right. Um, Screens, uh, streams catching up. <laughs> yeah. Murder for two hundred. Okay. Okay. A fashion designer killed in nineteen ninety seven. He was one of only several victims of serial spree killer Andrew Kernanen. Oh, I saw the documentary on this. Lagerfeld. <laughs> no. <laughs> of course not. Lagerfeld. It's Roy Clark. No, okay. Gianni Versace. Versace, damn it! Versace, of course. <laughs> I knew it was one of those guys. <laughs> All right, your turn, Mister Dead Man. All right, you know all these jokes and throwing out bogus names. You know, let's do suicide for one hundred. Okay. Do you know what? I, I'm the only what, one what? with the right answer so far. You are. True. Okay. This grunt... Okay. If, if one of you guys doesn't get this, I'm just going to jump out a window or something. This grunt icon's 1994 suicide note was addressed to his imaginary childhood friend, Buddha. Uh, Kurt Cobain? Ding, ding, ding. You've got the right answer. All right. Wow. I got one. You, I got oh, one. man. Now we're, we're even on the right answers part. Yeah, but not on the score. I have, I have a lot of catching yeah. up to do. I have a lot of catching up to do. All right. You get to do another one, Jesse. Yeah, you, you control the board, Mr. Deadman. Keep okay. going. You know, so suicide's working out for me. Uh, let's, do, <laughs> let's do suicide for 200. Okay. John Belushi. No. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> A comedian known for wild, zany impressions, it was revealed after his 2014 hanging that he'd secretly been battling depression, Parkinson's, and dementia. John Belushi. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
<laughs> I did that because it was funny. Um, uh, I've, I've, um, I think Mork and Mindy. Oh, Jesus. Just give it to him. Ah, <laughs> uh, wait. I'm giving it to you and you're still not answering. <laughs> Mork I'm going to steal. I'm going to steal. Uh, yeah, I'm, you can I, steal. I, oh, shit. <laughs> Kaufman? I, 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 no. No, no. Robin Williams. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Oh, Robin Williams. Got it. Okay. Robin Williams is dead. <laughs> I didn't know he was dead. Is he? Wait, wait. Is he really dead? <laughs> yes, he's dead. I thought that was just a conspiracy. I thought he was still alive. No, no. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I lost that point, and you get it. So that's great. SK, you control the board. Uh, overdose for two hundred. <laughs> Okay, this English <laughs> this English neo-soul singer's hits include Rehab and Love is a Losing Game before she died of alcohol poisoning in 2011. Jesus, I have no fucking idea. Oh, I know, I know. I'll so steal that right now. Yeah, okay. go ahead. Amy Winehouse. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, All right, look at that. Look at that. Yeah, see? I know some stuff. Every day. <laughs> hey, you know when you steal does so SK gets negative two hundred points for that or how does it work? Uh, no, oh, that's how I've been. Doing I don't it. know. That's how I've been doing it. So you do, okay? okay. Well, however you've been doing it, keep doing it the same. Yeah, way just keep doing, doing it. Whatever. Yeah. All right. Um, since I stole, I guess I have the board now, right? That's Is it yeah. right. That's right, Alex. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's do uh. When you say accidental deaths, what is that like? Falling into a <laughs> into like a lion's oh. den or something? Like exactly. Harambe. Yeah. Harambe. Would he be the accidental death? Him being shot. Is he on here? No. Uh, no. Oh well. I mean, did any sacrifice? Oh, you know, I don't want to give them into the whole Harambe thing. You know, I'm kind of offended by that. But I'll take mm -hmm. accidental death. Um, Two hundred. Okay. A founding member of the Rolling Stones, he was found dead in his in his Cotchford Fountain. A founding member of the Rolling Stones, he was found dead in his Cotchford Farm swimming pool in 1969, and the coroner's report labeled the incident death by misadventure. Oh. Well. Uh. Do you know S.K.? Uh, I'm trying to think. Founding no. member of the Rolling Stones. Hmm. Um, I cannot think of a name. <laughs> Let me look at the chat. Maybe Kelly said something. Nope. <laughs> nope. Oh, okay. Uh, let's just pull a name out. Um, I don't know. Um, Who is Brian Jones? Brian Jones, BJ. Yeah, yeah ne never would have got that. You could have literally said two first names, you know, <laughs> random first names, and maybe we could have gotten it. Damn it! Damn it! Yeah, see, we we we're doing we're very smart to not let 
Kelly Evans on the show because she would be mopping the floor <laughs> with us. <laughs> she'd she'd run the table. <laughs> she would. <laughs> but I think this is all right. Just desserts because we're in that one episode where we did the uh, the horror trivia and we were doing real well. And mm-hmm. now this is, yeah, this is the other way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember doing well at horror trivia. <laughs> oh, when I said we, I meant me. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and now, now this is the score. The score is horrible. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think Mr. Deadman, I think you still control the board. Oh, uh, do I? All right. I think so. Wait, no, he missed that one. Oh, yeah, I did miss oh, that one. Yeah, you missed that one. Okay, SK, it's your turn. Um... Let's go with uh, murder for what is up three hundred. Okay, I heard this through the grapevine. This Motown singer was fatally shot by his own father in nineteen eighty four. Oh shit! Oh, oh, don't you fucking Google! <laughs> god, what was? Oh my god, I know this. I mean, I at one point I knew this. Uh, Marvin Gaye. Bingo! You got it. Good job. I didn't even have to look it up. That's good, SK. You're very cultured. Look at that. You know stuff. Um. That yeah. Mark off the murder one. Oh, I did. The three hundred. I did. I should catch yeah, up. Okay. All right. Okay. Overdose okay. for three hundred. Okay. Okay. Let me see. Okay. A promising young actor, he expired of a combined morphine and cocaine overdose on the sidewalk outside the Viper Room in Hol- on a Hollywood nightclub in 1993. River Phoenix! Bingo! Oh, and that was murder for 400? No, that was overdose for 300. Overdose for 300. Okay. Kelly's saying you crossed out the wrong column last time. It should have been murder and not suicide. <laughs> was it? <laughs> No, 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 not now. Uh, undo, undo. <laughs> undo what? <laughs> so scratch out, okay, scratch out overdose for 300. I mean, X out overdose for 300 for my current answer. Yeah. Yeah. That's correct. Also X out murder for 300 and erase suicide for 300. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Okay. So, so 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 suicide for 300 what? is still open. Suicide for 300 is still open. Yes. This board is yes. so confused. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Jesus. I have one there job over here. One job over here. So it's still open. <laughs> and you got that one right. You got the 300 one right. So let me add more yeah. to your score. Okay. Cha-ching. Natural causes for 100. Okay. Okay. This living dead director became one of the dead in 2017 after succumbing to lung cancer. Living dead. You guys, what year? somebody what year? Gonna know this. 2017. This living dead director became one of the dead. I'm, I'm going to steal okay. it if you don't in get it. <laughs> I'm going to reach through these fiber optic cables and strangle you. <laughs> <laughs> It's a horror show. Come on. 
Well, it's gay. Just give it to me. Give it to me. <laughs> oh, it wouldn't. Oh, what? I, Don't no, you not, dare. not not zombie. Not zombie. Um, not Bruce. Um, um, what's his name? Oh, I, oh, I, R- 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 Romero. George Romero, correct. Yay! Look yeah. at that. Look at that. All look the horror that. fans are out there screaming right now. I know, right? <laughs> okay, so you still control the board, um, Ippy Kaye, motherfucker. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Overdose for four hundred. Okay. Overdose, Overdose for four hundred. All right. I okay. That one out. Okay. This different strokes actress died at age 34 from an overdose of prescription med- medicine after years of struggling with poverty and substance abuse. Uh, Coleman? <clears throat> Mr. Deadman? Um, mm, let me think here. Different strokes actor. Actress. 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 Oh, actress. Oh, okay. I missed that. Did you miss that too? I did. Betty White. Wait, no. no. I think is she, is she she's not dead. And she was on different strokes. Okay. Um Mary Wilson. Mm. I, I don't know. Who is Dana Plato? Dana Plato. Right there. Dana Plato. Named okay. after the the clay. <laughs> the mud. Play-Doh. I think she did like, I think she did a whole bunch of like a uh, porno movies or something at like the bottom of her career before she died. If I remember correctly. Ah, oh, I gotta do some research on that. Hmm. Dana played it. And Deadman turns over the board yet again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I remember Suicide for Three Hundred is still open. Okay. Yeah. Just disregard that Red X. Yeah. Um. Let's do overdose for 500. Okay. Also known as Odorous Arungus of Gwar. He was responsible for such oh. songs as Fucking an Animal, Surf of Sin, and Slaughterama before dying of a heroin overdose in 2014. War. Ah. I know the band. Let them slay. Let them slay. Let them slay. I, I have no idea. I'm so sick of you. <laughs> Um, yes, I love that. Uh, I know the few songs, but I don't really know much about Gore. Is it true that they? Okay, wait, wait, wait. I've never seen them live. I've only heard stories. Is it true that they will perform an abortion on stage? I think so. Yeah. I mean, it's probably a theatrical abortion. I mean, not a real one, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. They've they've done just about everything you can possibly imagine on stage. Ah, oh, shit! Give birth. Do abortion donkey shows? <laughs> according to, according to Wikipedia, I'm guessing the guy is Dave Brocky. Oh, that is true, cheater. Cheater. <laughs> uh, losing 500 points right there. <laughs> but yes, that's the answer. You get cheater points right there, motherfucker. Okay. Um, all right. So now I get the board. Yay. 
You know, yeah. let's do suicide. What are you gonna do with it? What are you gonna do with it? Suicide for uh, three hundred, so we can get that one out. Okay. Okay. An English vocalist and dancer best known for the techno hits Firestarter and Breathe. He died by hanging in 2019. Mm, Firestarter and Breathe. Techno hit dancer. He died by hanging. Hmm. <laughs> I... I didn't know that techno hip was a even words that belong together. <laughs> Much less old, dancing. Think of the old. It's the old prod. He was in the band The Prodigy. Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, John Stewart. <laughs> <don't know>. mm. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know nothing. I'm John Snow. Shit. Okay. Um, Would you like to take a chance? Would you like to steal? Uh, yeah, nope. <laughs> <laughs> who is Keith Flint? Keith Flint. He's a dude with a, yeah, he's the guy who had the, he had the, he had the reverse mohawk. Yes. Nope. Nothing. I got nothing on that. Smack my bitch up. Come on. All right, let's finish off the suicides. All right. 400. Okay. Okay. This Canadian wrestler hanged himself after killing his wife and son and was subsequently revealed to have been suffering from dementia and depression. Hmm. Canadian wrestler. Is that even a thing? Oh, it was a thing. <laughs> Canadian wrestler. That's, come on, that can't be real. <laughs> oh, it's real. Ah. Uh, Jesus, I don't know anything about wrestling either, Mister Deadman. Um, all right, I'm gonna go. Okay, you said Canadian wrestler. Um, mm-hmm. mm. the Maple Leaf. No, <laughs> I could have. No, okay. Who is Chris? The Great Who? Maple Leaf. Come uh, on. <laughs> I don't. I don't Who know. Chris Benoit. The guy's name. He, who is Chris Benoit? Chris, I don't know. Who is he? Who is he? <laughs> Chris Benoit. Uh, and the way I've been doing this, which I think is the wrong way, because I took a chance on a two, I also lost points. That's the way I've been doing it. So yeah, we're all losing yeah. here. Um, <laughs> this reminds me of the time when I was trying to compete with an Asian uh, who could fill chemistry the hardest. And <laughs> he won. Sounds like what? He, he won. He I, I I got a higher grade than he did, and I'm like, okay, well, uh, your family disowned you, huh? <laughs> He's like, yep. All right. Well, you know. All right. He was beaten. All right, dude. murder for four. Okay, murder for four. Um, an actress whose most Remembered performance was a Jennifer North in 1967's The Valley of the Dolls. Oh, yeah. You know this, right? Sharon Tate. Bingo. Got it. Who will be subject to of Real Monsters in August. All right. What I like the Real Monsters. Oh, what am I doing there? I gave me those points. <laughs> <laughs> I think not. 
I caught that. I noticed John Belushi didn't make an appearance in the overdose column, and you had weird people. <laughs> Murder for 500. Okay. <laughs> okay, let's see. Where are we? Murder for 500. Okay. Known for, ro- known for her role as Patty Russell on the 80s sitcom My Sister Sam, she was murdered by, at age 21 by a fan who had been stalking her. I don't even know the name. I don't recognize that show at all. I saw this on a... They had a, uh, a news special on this like two weeks ago on ABC. That's the only reason I even know this. <laughs> what was it called? It was called My Sister Sam. Not to be confused with the son of Sam. Huh. Yeah, no, I, I'm i not familiar with that show at all. It's been two years. Um, I'm going to pass on this. The name like that. I'm yeah. going to pass because I don't know. I got nothing on and I need, I think, okay. I need Yeah. I'm in the hole pretty hard, okay? I need to get out of this hole. <laughs> I'm just going to pass on this one. <laughs> the answer is, who is Rebecca Schaefer? Wow. Maybe I could have guessed the first name right. Who knows? Could have just said Becky. Maybe that would have counted. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it would. I don't think it would get you anywhere. All right. So, but All right. Like, your, your, your my turn. turn, though. Okay. Natural causes, 200. Okay. <laughs> Best known for her acting roles in Don't Say a Word in 8 Mile. She also voiced Luann Platter on the TV series The King of the Hill before dying of pneumonia, age 32. Holy hell. Okay, what was her name? She did the voice of Luann? Yeah. Oh, good this is one of those. Yeah, this is one of those when you look at you're like, wait a minute, she's dead? Is her name like Penny something? Oh. No. Is her Oh, you're kidding! I just looked it up, so I'm not going to get any points because I, I had no idea. And I had no idea she did that voice. Wow. Okay, can we just talk about how cool King of the Hill is? <laughs> uh, yeah. No, um, yeah, no, I I don't know, I don't know, and I should know. Uh, I had to SK, look it would up. You like to do, would you like Brittany to do the Murphy. honors, SK? Brittany Murphy. Bingo. Oh wow. Yeah, she died young. Uh, it, I mean, very young. Yeah, so, yeah, very weirdly ex- natural. Didn't causes, she hang yeah. out with like Lindsay Lohan and the, she kind of hanged out with those girls though, right? I think so. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure she has a party lifestyle that kind of left led up to the pneumonia, you know. But not sure mm-hmm. that it is what it is. It happens. So, I lost two. What was that? 200? I lost 200 points. <laughs> Son of a bitch. You should turn this, turn this into a drinking game. Like, whenever you lose, take a shot. I'd be dead. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be really One shot little, for every $100 you lose. <laughs> yeah. I thought Mr. Deadman was just playing a character. Shit, he really wants to live up to that name now, huh? Uh, <laughs> accidental for three. Okay. In 2016, this Star Trek actor was pinned between his Jeep Grand Cherokee and a brick pillar outside of his Studio City, California house in what was described as a freak accident. Oh, that's fucked up. Whoa. 
I, I don't remember hearing about this. Why wasn't I notified? <laughs> it was a Star Trek character. So think of one that just like... Wait, did this happen during Star Trek? Star Trek? Which Star Trek? Movie? It's one of the newer... One of, one of the newer movies. One of the newer movies, not series? Yeah. Like That's right, yeah. Jesus. He, he's a young guy. He's very young. Um... Oh. He was in the Fright Night remake, if that helps. I'm thinking of the young characters in that movie. Uh, there's the Asian dude, but I don't think it was him, because he's still doing stuff. It was Chekhov, I think. Chekhov. The, yeah, the, oh, the, the, red, the red-headed kid? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I didn't know he died. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't try to steal it, so I'm not losing Oh, and I wouldn't... I, I know the guy. <laughs> I've seen him a lot. You know, it, it, I saw or did see him a lot. I liked him as an actor. Uh, and I never really knew his name, though. I just looked it up. Anton Yelchin. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's great. I did not know he was killed in a freak accident. I didn't know either. Learning things. And he was Russian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, with a name like that, you'd kind of have to be. Yeah. All right. I got this. We're finally going to get a point. I'm, I'm going to get a point. Okay. <laughs> um, that's the confidence. That's the way. That's the spirit. Now, let, me, let me check with Jack Daniels over here. Gentleman Jack. Let's see. <laughs> he's been he's been whispering in your ear, hasn't he? <laughs> yep. Okay. Accidental death. Five hundred. Okay. Bold move. Legend holds that this mama's and the papa singer choked to death on a ham sandwich, though she really died of heart failure in her sleep in nineteen seventy four at age thirty two. Oh man! You know this one? Yes. Of course you would. Is it, when did she die? <laughs> uh, 1974. 1974. How old were you there, then, SK? Uh, I was about, I don't know, 14 or something. <laughs> mm. 1974, Ma- she died. Mama and Papa Singer. Um, Mama Cass. I need a Mama Cass, you got I, it. Mama Cass, oh. got it. <laughs> Yep, you get this point. You get this points. Uh, Mama Cass. So SK. All right. How does it feel? Access- how does it feel to win? Booyah! Um, all right. <laughs> Becky just dropped one ninety nine for a drink. <laughs> drink. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll put on the cam. I guess I'm put on the cam. Um. But yeah, go ahead. I mean, I guess you can't see the board right now. Let me let me change that. All right. All right. We have accidental death for four hundred. Natural causes okay. three hundred and four hundred left. Accidental death for. Oh, and there's also a final Jeopardy question too. Oh no! Really? Oh, yes. <laughs> Is that I'm open going book? All the way here. <laughs> yeah. All right. 
I forget whose turn it is. It's this case. It's my turn. We're going to okay. do the final accidental death. Okay. This miracle on 34th Street and West Side Story actress, this suspicious death was officially listed as drowning and other undetermined factors. Natalie Wood. Bingo. No hesitation. A lot of people blamed Robert Wagner. That's right. Mm-hmm. And that was for uh, 400, was... right? 400. Yeah. yeah. And she was a beautiful woman, too. Oh, yes. Natural causes for 300. Okay. A bassist, he fronted the thrash metal band Carnivore before coming, becoming the singer for goth metal band Typo Negative before dying of an aortic aneurysm in 2010. Oh, come on. Come on. Billy Bob Thornton. No. No. I'll take it. What? Yeah, it's yours. Peter Still. Correct. All right. See, I know some stuff. Some stuff I know. <laughs> some stuff I know. But you're losing those points, goddammit. Like, like it matters. Uh, You're so far ahead. <laughs> it doesn't even matter. <laughs> All right. You got the last one there, Jess. All right. Uh, the last one. Natural cause is 400. Okay. Best known as Arnold Jackson and a successful childhood actor, he struggled financially later in life, dying in 2010 of subdural hematoma. What are you talking about, Death? Uh, when did when did he die again? <laughs> yeah, two thousand ten of subdural hematoma. Okay, and he was in what now? Oh come he on! I know I'm going to steal this, man. I'm I'm, I'm ready to steal this right out from under you. Okay, wait, wait. Because I already right. gave it, I already gave this as an answer once before today. Yes, you did, John Belushi. <laughs> <laughs> Sucker! Oh shit! No, <laughs> Gary Coleman. Correct. Ah, shit. I should have paid attention in class. <laughs> <sighs> okay. That was fun. Now, you said there was a final one. Well, we got a, we got a final Jeopardy. All right, what's yeah, the final Jeopardy? A, yeah. Okay. Well, it's still the same category. It's, it's, it's still a, it's, it's a really hard one, though. So you guys can Google this. Okay. This is a guy that, like, He's one of those guys, like, once, once I say what role he played in a movie, you'll know who he is. But nobody knows his name, and I didn't even know he was dead until... And he's been dead a really long time. He's been dead, like, 30 years. Okay? Mm. So you, you, you got to place your bets here. It says, okay. Oh, Here's we got to bet. We got to bet. But he doesn't have anything to bet with. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I have... He's in the fucking hole. Let me, let, me, let me change the screen here. I have negative 3,000. <laughs> I'm going to get it this time, Alex. <laughs> Say hi to your mom for me, Alex. I gotta... <laughs> How much do I have? I can't see it yet. Uh, you have 200. You have 200. Ooh, damn. That negative 3,000 is for me spending a good time with your wife, Alex. <laughs> How do you feel about that? <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> So, how much does he get to bet here? All of it. Uh, oh, nigga, double or yeah, nothing. All of it. Double or. <laughs> so you, so he can get up to zero. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I will bet my negative dollars. I'll bet negative 
Negative 5,000. <laughs> I wager negative 5,000 on this bet. <laughs> so if I get it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to wager 100. Okay. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll wager 5,000. I'll wager 5,000. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Dead Man's all in. Okay. Here's the question. Pay very careful attention. A one-time football player, he won two Super Bowls with the Oakland Raiders before becoming an actor best known for his role as Sloth in 1985's The Goonies, dying four years later of an accidental overdose of prescription drugs. Oh, man. Um, Alzado. No. Damn it. Mm. Trying to think of old Raiders who made it into the movies. Who, I don't know. Bob Ross. I, I, no. No. When I looked this up, I didn't even know Sloth was dead. Like, I just came across this by accident. I was like, holy shit, Sloth's dead. Sloth in, in, in what movie? Goonies? The, the Goonies. Mm. I didn't know he was dead okay, either. Here it is. Google it. Whoever Googles it fastest uh, wins. Hmm. Well, SK is going to win that because I put him to score here. John Matuzak. John Matuzak. Correct. Correct. Like, how many people know that guy's name? Like, nobody. Everyone knows Sloth, but nobody knows this guy's name. Yeah. Oh, the final score. You see it. SK has 100 points, and I have negative 8,000 points. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm not playing Jeopardy. For a while. <laughs> um, We're definitely not ever playing with Kelly and Becky. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> I think Becky and Kelly should play each other. Ooh, that would be good. That'd be good. Problem and is, we can just make jokes about it. Problem is, I can't remember <laughs> names for the life of me. Uh, I demonstrate that yeah. every time I every time I I do the show. I'm like, oh, what, what's the person's <laughs> name again? <laughs> so I was like, okay. <laughs> Damn it, damn it! But that was fun. I enjoyed that. That was that was a blast. That, that was, was fun. fun. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that. Oh, you know what? We didn't have we, my... we don't have to cover the the news things we have for tonight. But yeah. just real fast, since it's on the show notes, um, what mm -hmm. do we have real fast? Um, ah, Becky, where are you? <laughs> I know, right? Do the news. <laughs> Just real fast. We'll just go through the headlines. Something about an airport. Uh, What's going on there? I don't ever read these. What's going on with the airport? Some of being stopped for rat. Uh, oh, rat U.S. Customs sees rat meat at the airport of Chicago's O'Hare Airport. Um, Is that going Taco Bell? I, I, you know, I'm not sure if they just ordered it off the menu or. <laughs> So it was in Carrion. Mm -hmm. U.S. Officials, officials say U.S. Customs and Border Protection agents at Chicago's O'Hare International Airport thwarted a man's attempt to import several pounds of African rat meat. Okay, so we really don't want that. We got plenty of rat meat here. <laughs> that's just gonna that's just gonna cut into the profits, mm -hmm. uh, right? You know, 
the domestic rat meat market. So we don't want any of that shit going no, on. Get no. tariff on that. Up next. What else do we got? We have authorities are fighting to extinguish a fire at a Jim Beam bourbon warehouse in oh, Kentucky. Oh, shit. The worst tragedy this. of the year. Oh, well, I'll take a drink Which for that. Yeah. So here's my question on this. Does this is this going to like drive up the the value of Jim Beam because <laughs> of scarcity? I mean, it could. They're they're saying what are the, you know, uh, you know, tens of th- thousands of barrels, thousands of barrels may be lost. Oh, Becky said no. It's just the barrels that was burned. Uh, that was ruined. It looks like. Oh, but just barrels. And, and someone else in chat just... pointed out, <laughs> still burning studios. Ralph would be de- devastated. He would be. He would be devastated. Um, I'm sure he could find something else. <laughs> That's uh, Ralph from the kill stream. Um, which. <laughs> yeah. All he's, right. He's still going through something. I'm, I'm much. I'm much relieved because when you talk about barrels and whiskey, and you just assume that they're full. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lee Iacocca died. Did you know that? Oh, I didn't no. know. That. He was. Uh, he was. What was he famous for originally? He was the executive behind the Mustang. He, really? He helped, oh, nice. Yeah, he created Mustang. Um, and then hopped over to the head of Chrysler, and pulled their nuggets out of the fire. Um, with a government-backed loan, which he actually did repay. All right, that's good of him. He was ninety-four. Um, Disney deleted uh, sexual misconduct scene from the latest Toy Story Two release. Oh come on! Like, with the Barbie on. scene, the bar- Oh come on! Yeah. What? Yeah. It was just a grandpa being a grandpa. The, 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 the oh, Stinky Pete. Stinky Pete's being Stinky. a Stinky Pete. Come on. So, oh, so, what, so let me get this straight. Stinky Pete's bad, but he's not bad enough to be a little, I don't know, a little, little, little handsy. Is that someone right. getting? There's no one that could be yeah. that bad, right? Barbie doesn't like his toy gaze. Yeah. Oh. I don't even re- really remember that scene. I don't re- remember. It was it's it's one of those outtake kind of scenes they do during the credits. Oh, oh. that's nothing. I mean, that's yeah. Oh, come, come, okay, hold on here. What? No, I mean, kids kids see far worse than just regular cartoons on a daily basis. Well, I mean. You know, on Netflix, what have you? They could see that stuff. I don't know. What do you guys think? I think I think, I think it's, it's pretty silly. Uh, it's I think silly. the PC police have taken it a bit too far. Definitely, definitely. I mean, so, so you can't satire uh, the casting couch. Nope. Really, you can't do that. You can't satire it because you know we're hashtag Me Too. You know, keep in mind that the same people who did hashtag Me Too benefited their careers. Were careers because of the casting couch. The the people. Yeah, what's her name? Cool. What's her fucking name? That the that, that 
the ch- uh, Buffy, the Buffy girl. No, no, not Buffy. What am I saying? Charmed? Is it the show Charmed? Oh, yeah. Um, Rose McGowan. Rose McGowan. Her, her. Yeah. She had a career because of her, uh, you know, negotiations with Harvey Weinstein. She had that career because of that. But the, the moment she's not getting gigs or roles or whatever, she, that's when she wants to come out and say, oh, yeah, by the way, all this stuff was happening. Okay. So you like it when it's working for you, but you don't like it when it's not. Okay. Yeah. And that's something that some ladies don't like to hear. But that's reality. You know, some of these women, you know, they they just they get it, especially in Hollywood. It's like pay to play. If if they don't if they don't want that, then don't don't even feed into it. Don't feed into that machine. Don't feed into it. Right. But they do. That's right there. And they still do. Isn't that, isn't that uh, having your cake and eating it too? It is. It is. And the Cassie Couch stuff is still happening. And it's going to happen. It's going to stay. Ha- it- yeah, because because Hollywood is run by lecherous motherfuckers mm-hmm. <laughs> who hold all the power. Yep. And, the, and they can make or break somebody with a phone call. Mm-hmm. And I agree and that it so, shouldn't happen. And they do. It should not happen. But the, you're right. It is the reality of that industry. And so you go into that industry. Go with your eyes open, for fuck's sakes. <laughs> you know? It's the it's the scorpion and the... Uh, the frog. The, the frog. frog. Yeah. Scorpion and the frog story. Mm. You know, don't get Why pissed you... at the scorpion for being a scorpion. Yeah. Right. It was doing his job. All right. Do what it is. Next story. Man dies in absolute agony 10 days after eating a gecko oh. on a dare. I don't have this one. This image loaded up. But this story, I read this actually uh, earlier this week. I was going to do it for a, a, a YouTube video. But... That something happened to it, what have you? But this, why is he reporting about this now? Right. Mm-hmm. When this happened, apparently in December. <laughs> okay, da- dad of three, David Dell was always known as a lovable hooligan and a man who would never back down from a dare. But when he took last year, when his a friend dared him to eat a gecko at Christmas at a Christmas party, could be the thing that claimed his life. Friends and family are, yeah. Dal, who would have turned 35 last week, was rushed to Brisbane Mater Hospital in absolute agony on December 3rd, two days after friends reportedly saw him eat the gecko. Which well, I now guess is what it is. I eat, guess what eat it the gecko. Been. Yeah, right. Who's who's gonna eat the gecko? Mm. Is the damn gecko still alive? Was it trying to like escape from him or something? Uh, they're guessing it was really, really super bad salmonella. <laughs> so, so the facts in this story do not line up. Okay, so the headline says he died ten days after eating the gecko, and yet that was December third. Mm-hmm. This is reported um, yesterday, and they said that he's been, you know, in the hospital for six months. If that's the same article I read, yeah, it goes so, all over the place. So get your fucking story straight. But that same article, I believe, it talks about his uh, his symptoms that he was vomiting green fluid, 
Uh, he was pissing <laughs> black vile out from his, you know, and uh, his he, balls were swollen up like melons and and leaking fluids. Yeah, <laughs> just nasty. Uh, um, yeah, like I know I eat weird stuff. Like I ate the bull balls, right? But that was cooked. Like this gecko. <laughs> like was it cooked? Was it raw? Like how did you no. eat it? Uh, yeah, like, that's stupid. That's stupid. Nah, I wouldn't eat anything raw. You gotta cook it, <laughs> especially if it's gonna be a lizard or some sort of bug or something. Like oh, yeah, a spider. But you cook, that. cook that shit. <laughs> right? Have it packaged. That way, if it's packaged, I have a company I could sue, maybe. <laughs> or my family could sue. I mean, honey, I'm going to eat this, this uh, chocolate-covered spider. Here's the packaging. If I die, sue them. <laughs> right? We're going to be seeing freeze-dried geckos in the stores now. Oh, man. Is SK still there? Yeah. Oh, what happened? Oh, I was just uh, responding to the chat. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, this is a, this is a horrible story. I, yeah. Now it says at the bottom, he fell into a coma for 420 days. What the fuck is this? This this shit's just all over the map. Mm-hmm. Makes me wonder. None if of the it's facts. Fake. It, do you think it could be none fake? None of the facts make. Yeah, none of the facts line up. Hmm. How could he die ten days after eating a gecko? Yet he was in a coma for four hundred and twenty days. <laughs> uh, and nobody really is. You know, there's conflicting it reports on whether or not he actually ate the gecko. Um, hmm. Oh, no, this is... Okay, th- I guess the 420 days is another fellow. Okay, never mind. Anyway, it's a weird story. Don't eat the gecko. <laughs> that's the That's the, take the moral of the story. Yeah. <clears throat> that is a good takeaway. Don't eat a freaking gecko at all. Now, what's Geico going to do about this, right? <laughs> I mean, that's what I want to know. What, what, what sort of gecko was this? Was it the gecko? Are we not going to see any more CG uh, gecko commercials? Geico commercials? Are we <laughs> done with that? Yeah. Um, well, nobody eats the gecko in the commercials. So. Not yet. Not yet. That ladies seem to flirt with them. Or he seems to flirt with the ladies. But, you know. Don't be licking him. You uh, you won't enjoy it at all, at all. Man, how, do we have any other news stories? That's it. That's it. Man, that was crazy, crazy stuff. Well, Damascus, Minsemeyer. Yeah. All right. Hey, can I give a couple of Can I give a couple of shout outs before we're done? Oh sure, yeah. Feel free to. Oh cool. Well, first, I'd like to uh, say hi to my grandmother. She's always supported me. And um, my friend Aileen, you better be listening, motherfucker. Um, and, and press that like um, button. Press that like button. If you don't, then yeah, you boom, 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 motherfucker. <laughs> and um, I'd like to give a shout-out to uh, my man Ray Zasek. He is a really badass writer. Um, he's uh, He wrote a story in um, uh, Bikers vs. the Undead called The Exterminating Angels. It was really, really awesome. 
And uh, he wrote a really cool novel called The Gatherers. It was like H.P. Lovecraft meets uh, Roman era, like uh, Legionnaires. Just uh, mm-hmm. it's just awesome. But um, and uh, like to give a shout out to uh, uh, Villain Mist. She um, wrote a vampire novel called uh, Nocturnal Blood. That's, I like that quite a bit. It's none of this Twilight, Twihard, romantic, paranormal romance shit. And mm. uh, you can get her on Twitter at Villamy S. And uh, oh, she's from Iceland too. That's that one chick. Yeah, I see you talking to. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, got to check out her stuff. Yeah. But uh, I think that's it. All right, man. Uh, yeah. Well, Damascus is great having you on the show. Like, I mean, you've been helping out Deadman Stone for quite a while. Your covers are fantastic. Your artwork is great. Right. You have to. Hey, what do you think of that idea? I, I remember I sent you an idea the other day. Where it was um, uh, south of the border horror. What do you think of that? That's interesting. Um, I'm gonna. I'm. Gonna, I gotta think about what else we have on the back burner. You got a bunch of other yeah. submission calls right now. But yeah. definitely, what, what is, like, I'm, the next, I'm open for that. What, like, uh, what's the next in? Like, what's the next uh, anthology like idea that you've got? Well, right now we have the the Satan that is your friend. Of course, I have the other ones that are kind of more niche, which will probably be open mm-hmm. until they get filled. Um, I have the the one about the dark side feel. We'll see what happens with that. Um, mm-hmm. We have the one about the Florida man. We'll see what happens with that. And of course, we have the <laughs> constantly open. Deep fried horror, where people just submit right. stuff, and I mean, deep fried horror is practically free. It's it's free easing for patrons, and actually, you don't have to be a patron; just go to the p- patron place and download it. Um, mm-hmm. But people receive token payment through that. But as far as the next one, you know what? I think Becky had a few ideas. I don't. I I need to get. I need to get the list. I need to come up with a list for, for especially where we're gonna hit. So I like to get my. Br- I like to get my brain. I like to get my brain like in the mode, you know. I'm I'm always doing what I'm doing, and then I like to think of what's next. What's next? So I can, yeah. But I do like so south I can of deliver. The, so you're saying border horror or south of the border horror? Yeah, south of the border horror. Yeah, it'd be like because I was thinking like, okay, it'd be like you know, bloodthirsty Aztec deities. Oh, um, you know, okay. Then you've got like you've that's got like cool Santa Muerta. Yeah, that's you've cool. Got, like, um, I like that. Yeah, then you've got like um, you know. The, uh, the narco saint Santa Muerta. Then you've got like um, Day of the Dead. Mm-hmm. You know that that's you could get good stories out of that. Um, then you've got um, um, you know you you could have stories in there about um, um, drug lords kidnapping tourists and torturing them and stuff. Mm-hmm. You could have you could you you go all over the place with that. You know yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. You know what? Like uh, you know I might I might make that the next Tijuana. thing. I might actually just make Donkey that the next shows. thing. Yeah, Donkey Show's gone wrong in Tijuana. <laughs> You know, it'd be, it would be like, no, I might even write that one. Who knows? <laughs> uh, but, you know, we have a few other things lined up as well. Um, I know we've been talking about doing the, the comic or at least doing that stuff. I got to yeah, right. do, yeah, yeah. do the GoFundMe for that. I always feel kind of grimy about GoFundMes, but I mean, personally, mm-hmm. I have to make sure I've, I follow through with it. And so when I do re- the GoFundMe, I have to make sure everything is ready to go. So that's yeah, that's true. And then working on the graphic novel, which mm-hmm. is coming along. I'm in doing the programming side of it, if if you want to call it that. It's just like a visual novel maker thing. So mm-hmm. I just need the the artwork for it. But I know that's gonna be is what it is. 
this looks great. Yeah. I so. can do this. I, I remember you said something about me doing that, the faces or something, like Eve's faces for that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, give it some yeah, uh, a feel for it, you know? Mm-hmm. So. I'm working on a novel, too, by the way. I think uh, you might be interested in that. Oh, sweet. It's, you got to uh, hear about that. Uh, when does the novel come out? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't have it finished yet, but I mean, I think you would be interested in that to publish that, perhaps. Maybe. I think I you probably, Deborah Van Stone would probably the only one who have stones to do it. Oh, okay. Well, I'm curious about this. All right, yeah. definitely tell me tell me so, more about it when when it's when it's you know when it's time. All yeah, right. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you've made it this far, definitely press the like button, share, subscribe. Definitely share. Sharing helps a whole lot. You have no idea. Why you enjoy it, just share on Facebook or on Twitter. Let people know, hey, I enjoyed this, you might enjoy it too. All right. Guys and ladies, y'all take it easy. Good night, everybody. Bye.